You're listening to the Reman Initiative. This is a short-form podcast dedicated to calling men back into the kingdom of God. I'm your host, Joe Bailey. I'm a former prodigal son. I've got a 40-year relationship with Jesus that has been filled with moral failure, a lack of character, and a true restoration that only the Son of God could have ever offered. My hope here is that something from my life experience will cause other men to want to rise up and set their feet back towards home. Welcome to the Reman Initiative. Hey, welcome, guys, and thank you for taking time to stop by the podcast. Look, I want to call an audible today and share with you a story that has become a huge part of my own personal journey. If you've listened to episode one of this podcast, then you will remember me talking about my rock bottom moment. Well, this story played a part in the lessons that Jesus was teaching me as we were climbing together out of the hole that I had dug for myself. It has become such a core value for me that I literally have a tattoo that I that is used to remind me of the lessons that Christ taught me using this one story. And the story is called The Eight Cow Wife. Get Johnny Lingo to help you find what you want and then let him do the bargaining, advised Shinkin, as I sat on the veranda of his guest house and wondered whether I even wanted to visit Nurabandi. He'll earn his commission four times over. Johnny knows values, and he knows how to make a deal. Johnny Lingo, the chubby boy on the veranda steps, hooted the name and then hugged his knees and rocked with shrill laughter. Be quiet, said the father, and the laughter grew silent. Johnny Lingo's the sharpest trader in this part of the Pacific. The simple statement made the boy choke and almost roll off the steps. I saw smiles broadening on the faces of the villagers that were standing nearby. I'm like, what is this all about, I demanded. Everybody around here tells me to get in touch with Johnny Lingo, and then they break out with laughter. Is this some kind of trick? A wild goose chase like sending someone out after a left-handed wrench? What, is there no such person, or is this guy the village idiot? Won't you let me in on the joke? No, he's not an idiot, said Shinkin. Five months ago at festival time, Johnny came to the island of Kinawata, and he found himself a wife. And he paid her father eight cows. Now, he spoke those last words with great reverence, and I knew enough about the island customs to be thoroughly impressed. You see, two or three cows would buy yourself a fair to middly good-looking wife. Four or five cows would buy you a highly satisfactory-looking wife. But eight cows? I said, she must have been a beauty that takes your breath away. Well, that's why they laugh, said Shinkin. It would be kindness to call her plain. She was little and skinny with, um... No endowments. She walked with her shoulders hunched and her head ducked, as if she was trying to hide behind herself. Her cheeks had no color. Her eyes never opened beyond a slit, and her hair was a tangled mop 
over her face. The girl was scared of her own shadow, frightened by her own voice. She was afraid to laugh in public. She never ran around with the other girls, and I don't know how in the world she ever thought she could possibly attract boys. But somehow, she attracted Johnny. Shinkin then begins to tell me the story. He said all the way to the council tent, the cousins were urging Sam to try for a good settlement. Ask for three cows, they told him. Hold out for two until you're sure he'll pay one. But Sam was in such a stew and so afraid that there'd be some slip in this marriage chance for his Sarita that they knew he wouldn't hold out for anything. So while they waited, they resigned themselves to accept one cow. They chose to think instead of their luck in getting such a good husband for Sarita. Then Johnny came into the tent, and without waiting for a word from any of them, he went straight up to Sam Carew, grasped his hand, and said, Father of Sarita, I offer eight cows for your daughter. And then he delivered the cows. As soon as this was over, Johnny took Sarita to the island of Cho for the first week of their marriage. Then they went home to Nurabundi, and we haven't seen them since. You know, except for festival time, there's not much travel between the islands. Now, this story interested me, so I decided that I wanted to investigate. The next day, I reached the island where Johnny lived. When I met with the slim, serious man, he welcomed me to his home with a grace that it made me feel like I was the owner. It was awesome to see that from his own people, he had respect that was unmingled with any mockery. I told him that his people had told me about him. Oh, they, they speak much of me on that island? What do they say? Well, they say you're a sharp trader. They also said that you made a marriage settlement for your wife for eight cows. I paused and then went on, coming as close as I could to a direct question. They wonder why. They say that. His eyes lighted with pleasure. He seemed to not have noticed the question. Everyone in Kinawada wants to know about the eight cows? I nodded. And in Urubundi, everybody knows it too. His chest expanded with satisfaction Always and forever, when they speak of marriage settlements, it will be remembered that Johnny Lingo paid eight cows for Sarita. So that's the answer, I thought to myself with disappointment. All of this mystery and wonder and the explanation is vanity. It's not enough for his ego to be known as the smartest or the strongest or the quickest. He had to make himself famous for the way he bought his wife. I was tempted to deflate him by reporting that in Kenawata, he's being laughed at as a fool. A woman entered the adjoining room and placed a bowl of blossoms on the dining table. She stood still a moment and smiled with a sweet gravity at the young man that was beside me. Then she went swiftly out again. She was the most beautiful woman I think I've ever seen. This girl had an ethereal loveliness. The dew-fresh flowers with which she had pinned back her lustrous black hair accented the glow of her cheeks. 
The lift of her shoulders, the tilt of her chin, the sparkle of her eyes all spelled a pride to which no one could deny her the right. And as she turned to leave, she moved with a grace that made her look like a queen. When she was out of sight, I turned back to Johnny and I found him looking at me with eyes that reflected the same pride that I saw in the girl's eyes. You admire her, he murmured. She's glorious. Who is she? I couldn't help but think, if she was a servant, how difficult it must be for poor old homely Sarita, having to daily be in the presence of such a beautiful woman, and what a temptation that had to be for Johnny Lingo. She's my wife. I stared at him blankly. Was this a custom I had not heard about? Do they practice polygamy here? He, for his eight cows, bought Sarita and this other? Before I could even form a question, he spoke again. This is the one and only Sarita. His way of saying the words gave them a special significance. Perhaps you wish to say that she doesn't look the way that she looked in Kenawata. She doesn't. The impact of the girl's appearance made me forget tact. I had heard she was homely. They all made fun of you because you let yourself be cheated by Sam Carew. You think he cheated me? You think that eight cows were too much? A slow smile slid over his lips as I shook my head. She can go see her father and her friends again, and they can see her. Do you think that anyone will make fun of us then? Much has happened to change her. Much in particular happened the day that she went away. You mean she married you? That, yes, but most of all, I mean the arrangements for the marriage. Arrangements? Do you ever think, he asked reflectively, what it does to a woman when she knows that the price her husband has paid is the lowest price for which she could be bought? And then later, when all the women talk, as women do, they boast of what their husbands paid for them. One says four cows, another maybe six. How does she feel the woman that was sold for one or two? This could not happen to my Sarita. Uh, then you paid that unprecedented number of cows just to make your wife happy? Happy. He seemed to turn the word over on his tongue as if to test its meaning. I wanted Sarita to be happy, yes, but I wanted more than that. You say she's different from the way they remember her in Kenawata. That's true. Many things can change a woman. Things that happen inside, things that happen outside. But the thing that matters most is what she thinks about herself. In Kenawata, Sarita believed she was worth nothing. Now she knows that she is worth more than any other woman on the islands. Than you wanted, I wanted, he said, to marry Sarita. I loved her and no other woman. I was close to understanding, and then he said, but, he finished softly, I wanted an eight-cow wife. I think I'll just leave this here with you guys and let you just think about this for a week. Think about the moral of this story. How that 
what we think about ourselves from a value standpoint affects how we carry ourselves and the value that others place on us affects that. If the people around you don't look the way you want them to look, aren't rising up to the occasion, then ask yourself, what kind of value have you placed on those people? Your wife, your children, how do they feel you value them? And if you're not rising up to your place, have you recognized the value that the Father has placed on you? Do you understand what it cost him and what you're worth to him? And are you allowing that to change you. We'll talk next week. Until then, the Lord bless you and keep you, and cause his favor to shine upon you. God bless, guys. You've been listening to the Reman Initiative. For more information, check out our website at www.experiencereman.com. There's a contact page there. Why don't you take some time to drop me a note and let me know what you thought of today's show. Or maybe you've got a question you'd like for me to dive into in a future episode. Let me know about that. Hey, if you like what we're doing here, why don't you give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes? It'll help us reach other men with what is intended to be a lifeline and a message of hope. Until next week, have a great day, guys. God bless.